Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone, Ben Johnson here, the host of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. Thank you all so much for downloading and listening to this episode. If you are a fan of the show, then please do help to spread the word of the podcast, either by telling a friend or writing us a review or leaving a star rating with your podcast provider. And if you do have any questions or feedback or comments regarding the podcast, then you can always email us directly. The email address is hello at kungfumovieguide.com Keep up to date with all the latest martial arts movie news, reviews and podcasts via our website kungfumovieguide.com where you can also sign up to our monthly newsletter. We are all over social media as well. We are on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Okay, that is the business side over with. This is episode 46 and it features my conversation with one of the stars of the Warrior TV show, Jason Tobin. So without any further ado, let's get on with the show. Here we go. Well, if you're really so determined to have a fight, then I'll oblige. Hello, 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 Foo followers everywhere around the world. Thank you all so much for checking out this episode of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. We are at season four, episode 46. Jason Tobin is my guest on the show today. Jason is a great actor. He plays the role of Young June in the HBO TV series Warrior. It's a really great show and Jason is fantastic in it. And we had a very pleasant conversation when he came over to London, which was literally a week ago. So quite a quick turnaround on this one. He dropped me a message last weekend just to say that he was in town and we managed to find some time and we made this happen. And it is quite timely considering that the complete first season of Warrior is available to buy now on Blu-ray in the US. It came out last week. So Plenty of warrior-related chat coming up shortly on this episode. First of all, I do hope everyone had a very happy Halloween with lots of uh, dressing up and responsible behaviour. Um, a big thank you to all the food followers who left some kind comments and sent me messages about our previous episode, which was dedicated to the late Shaw Brothers Kung Fu star Alexander Fusheng. The episode was released on what would have been his 65th birthday, and it featured my conversation with Fusheng's biographer Terence J. Brady. 
I got a message on Twitter from Christopher Evans, which was actually in relation to a tweet which we posted on Halloween about the film The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. This is a 1974 co-production between Hammer Horror Films here in the UK and the Shaw Brothers in Hong Kong. The film stars David Chang and Peter Cushing. Christopher forwarded me a link to a documentary which is available on YouTube right now and I had certainly never seen this documentary before so I thought I'd share it with you guys. It's called Fists of Fire and it seems to have been recorded from the television. The footage is quite uh, grainy and it's 30 minutes long. It's clearly a British documentary and I'm guessing it dates probably from the mid 70s or so. Anyway, it's absolutely wonderful and it features an interview with a very young David Chang who is speaking in English and there's lots of great behind-the-scenes footage of Shaw Brothers in action, uh, particularly footage which has been filmed on the set of The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. So you, you do see David Chang and Peter Cushing there working in Hong Kong. It's a really great timepiece, and it's, it's well worth a look if you are a fan, obviously, of those classic Shaw Brothers kung fu films. And it's really wonderful to see footage like that, which really you know, brings to life the sort of environment that Fu Sheng would have been working in at the height of the Shaw Brothers in the 1970s. So thank you so much, Christopher, for making me aware of that documentary on YouTube. That is called Fists of Fire. Go and check that out. Also, Fu followers, we are now in the process, believe it or not, of putting our end of year show together, which is mad to think that we are now already in November. This year has absolutely flown by. So I spoke to Mike about this the other day and we haven't yet worked out a time to record our end of year show. But as always, we would very much like you, the loyal Foo follower, to contribute to this year's show. Simply drop us a message either via email or on social media just outlining your favourite martial arts film of 2019 and give us a little synopsis as to why you enjoyed that film so much. We are starting to compile these now for inclusion in the end of year show. So if you would like to get involved and have your name read out on the show, then please do get in touch. The email address is, as always, hello at kungfumovieguide.com. It has been another great year for martial arts movies around the world, so I do very much look forward to seeing what you guys have really enjoyed watching this year. Okay, it's Jason Tobin time. Jason is one of the principal cast members for the hit HBO show Warrior, which has been receiving great reviews ever since it launched earlier this year in the US on the Cinemax channel. The complete first season is now available on Blu-ray. Sky One have been showing it here in the UK. As far as I'm aware, there's no news of a UK DVD and Blu-ray release of Warrior, but we will keep you posted, obviously, on all of that as and when we find out. I was very fortunate to watch this show earlier in the year when I spoke to the show's star, Andrew Koji, and one of its executive producers, Shannon Lee. Shannon is, of course, the daughter of Bruce Lee. 
If you want to go back and check out my conversations with both Shannon Lee and Andrew Koji, then check out episode 37 of this very podcast, which was published earlier in this season. Warrior is based on a story by Bruce Lee, and after all these years, it's great to finally see Bruce's vision being brought to life, courtesy of his daughter Shannon, the showrunner Jonathan Tropper and the Fast and Furious filmmaker Justin Lin. Warrior is set in the late 1870s in San Francisco's Chinatown and it tells the story of the Hopway, a criminal syndicate operating in Chinatown at the height of the Tong Wars. Andrew Koji plays Assam, an immigrant who becomes part of the Hopway, and he befriends Jason Tobin's character, Young June. He is uh, an entitled and arrogant and violent heir to the Hopway. He starts off as quite a despicable character at first, but through his evolving relationship and friendship with Assam, you do eventually start to understand a lot of Young June's motives and his frustrations and his character really develops as the show goes on and Jason clearly relishes the role and as you will hear, he absolutely loves the show and he's super proud of what the team have achieved. If you're into Warrior already, you will no doubt be aware that season two of the show has wrapped and it is in post-production as I talk to you today. And it looks as if we will also have season three on its way as well. So that is very exciting indeed. Okay, more from me at the end of the show for my usual bit of post-interview waffling. But before that, here we go. Here is my conversation with the great Jason Tobin. Well, let's talk about Warrior. Yeah, absolutely. Big fan of the show. Awesome. As are lots of people. <laughs> yeah. um, I wrote down some quotes here. Best new TV show of 2019 from Rolling Stone. It's got really high ratings on Rotten Tomatoes as well, which we all know is a very important thing in this day and age. How do you feel about the feedback that the show has been getting? You must be uh, over the moon. You know, uh, that's exactly it. I, I'm, I'm literally over the moon. I, I, I You know, it's... As an actor, to be working is such an achievement in and of itself. Yeah. Um, but then to work on a really good TV show yeah. at, uh, in in a fantastic role. Yeah. And on top of that, to have crossed paths that I can legitimately say I've crossed paths now. Yeah. With Bruce Lee, and that I, that I'm playing some small role in his legacy. That's is, right. Is an absolute uh, dream come true. Yeah. I mean, just talking about this right now makes you know I get goosebumps. Yeah, I still I can't believe it. Yeah, I honestly, I I, I feel like I've, I've been saying this so much since I started Warrior, which is I can't believe it. I can't I can't believe I'm in this show. I literally like I watched uh, episode five, mm-hmm. um, the blood the blood and the shit. Yeah, and um, when it came out, and you know after it finished, I I, I, I turned around to everyone in the room. I'm like. I can't believe I'm in that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's funny because actually um, it was, I think it was maybe about two or three years before we started filming Warrior. They had announced it. Mm. There was an article that came out and, um, you know, saying that, you know, Shannon and, and Justin was were, were developing the project. 
And um, and then my friend like uh, posted up that article on my Facebook wall, yeah. and was saying, "Oh, Tobin, Tobin, Tobin for the role." And at the time, I thought, "Yeah, that's never going to happen." <laughs> <laughs> and then fast forward to two, three years later, you know, I'm in, I'm in Cape Town filming the show, filming and the show. Um, it it really is an absolute uh, dream come true. Yeah. So, talk me through that process. Mm. I know you'd worked with Justin Lim before, that's right. Yeah, but I guess you still have to go through that whole auditioning process yes, and you yeah, know sure. all, all that sort of thing. So, how at what stage did you know that you'd got the job? What was your journey uh, okay. into Warrior? I met Justin Lin many, many, many years ago when I was living in Los Angeles. He directed a film that. Uh, he co-directed with another person. It was his first feature film. And I had a little independent film at the same time. That, yeah. that And the, the, those two films kind of traveled the film festival circuit together. Sure. So I met him back then. And then um, and then he made a film called Better Luck Tomorrow, which was this little independent film that... that It was like the dream come true. The, the, the little indie film that went to Sundance, the Sundance Film Festival, became a hit there, and careers were launched. Yeah. And he became the, the studio... You know, massive director that he is now, and anyway, so I, I've known him since then. I was in Better Luck Tomorrow, and uh, so that's circa what's that? Two, early two thousand. Yeah, early two thousand. Yeah, okay. I think we shot it in two thousand two, but I think it came out theatrically in two thousand four. Sure. After Better Luck Tomorrow, I worked with him on on uh, Fast and the Furious, that's right, Tokyo, Tokyo Drift, yeah. and then actually we did a, another little film afterwards, a little known film called Finishing the Game. Right. Uh, and that this was a mockumentary uh, about. Um, the complete the, the attempt to complete Bruce Lee's last movie Game of Death right and so we had all these actors who were trying to be like this next Bruce Lee and, and I was one of these yeah these yeah guys. Um, and then you know years later um, uh, coming up to Warrior now uh, you know I get a, a call out of, out of the blue and it's from the casting director asking me to audition and actually I auditioned uh, at first for Assam Andrew's role right and and um uh, you know, I, I, and I thought that you know the the audition that that I had done was you know was good. It was yeah. you know I thought it was a professional job. They would look at it and think, oh yeah, he's a good actor. But but I actually didn't feel in my heart that I was right for the role. Sure. And uh, but at the same time, I also knew that my man, I bet you there's going to be a, a great role in this yeah. show yeah, yeah. that I would be perfect for. Yeah. You know, and um, sure enough, a few months later they. Um, they were casting for Young June. They emailed me, and it was funny because, you know, Justin called me up. Uh, I spoke to Alexa, the, the casting director, and John- I spoke to Jonathan Tropper, the, yeah. you know, the, the, our showrunner. And they all gave me the note that I should play it relaxed, chill, you know, right. don't, don't go over the top. Just keep it really, you know, natural and, and all that. And so I ended up doing my first Young June audition, <laughs> like I was in The Godfather, you yeah, know, super relaxed, you know, yeah. just calm and. And it actually went against my instincts, but because they, you know, all three people had given me this note, I, yeah. you know, I, I take, I took it on board. Yeah, yeah. But basically, the next day, uh, Jonathan called me. He goes, No, 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 no. We, you know, um, he'd seen the tape. And he said, yeah. No, no, no. We, we need to see the energy. And, and I thought, Of course you do. Of yeah. course you do. Yeah. And so I decided at that point to just completely throw out all the notes that everyone had given me. Sure. And and basically live the philosophy that that I could hear Bruce Lee telling yeah, me, yeah, yeah. just honestly express yourself, yeah. you know? And, um, and I thought, you know what, I'm, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to play this guy, uh, you know, I, I, I owe it to myself to do it in a way that I enjoy. Yes. I must have fun in this yes. role. Yes, And, um, and so I did that, I, I, I redid my audition and, you know, uh, um, 
and I just I just had a whale of a time. Yeah. Just had, and I sent it in, and, and within hours, you know, we were already signing contracts and, and, and all that kind of thing. And how much of Young June do you bring to that role? It seems so, you're so <laughs> iconically linked to that character yeah, now. So yeah. I'm wondering how much of that was on the page? Mm. How much over time did you, you know, really yeah. get to develop that character? Well, you know, it, the, the, the thing about film, or TV, or, you know, theatre is that it really is a, a blend of what's on the page and what you bring to it, yeah, you know. Yeah. When I talk about sports, for example, with the young dude, I just felt like, give me the ball. Yeah. I want the ball. Give it to me. You know, yeah. I, you know, like, there was no fear. It was just like, I wanted to, you know, just completely immerse myself yeah. in it and have complete fun with it. And it was, uh, it's a role that I'm, I'm essentially given free reign. Yeah. I mean, sure, a director and, and my showman will, will have guided me, but, but, Basically, I do what I want, yeah. which is which is just so amazing. Which means that, you know, I think Jonathan and I just we are on the same page. Yeah, we, I get what he's trying. To, I get what he's trying to achieve with yeah. his character, yeah. and I feel like my skills or my you know where I'm at as a person just perfectly ma- marry. I find it extremely enjoyable because like I get to do everything from from being someone who's completely obnoxious sociopathic murderous to someone who's bit of a scumbag yeah scumbag (laughs) and then at the same time in the next scene or episode I get to be heartbreaking yeah 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 and and intimate what do you want from me loyalty this city's a powder keg we're gonna take back our city they want a war. Let's give them one. Okay. Let's go. There's so many different strands to the story as well, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every time I, I would get a new script, I, 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 like a fan, I, I was so excited to get yeah. a new script and to learn, you know, what was going to happen next. So that's always a good sign, yeah. you know. Um, you know, for me... You know, I've 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 been an actor for so long, and you know, I've worked on some really good projects, and I've also spent many years kind of maybe not working on such good projects yeah, too. Yeah. You know, it's just part of it's just part of the ups and downs of being an actor, and and um, you know, you'd be very very lucky and very blessed if every single project you ever did had a fantastic director, a fantastic script, and you were you had a fantastic fantastic role. You have to sort of. As a professional actor, you, you work on all sorts, right? And you learn to, to work with all kinds of people in all kinds of situations. And then all of a sudden, you know, I showed up on Warrior and I, and I felt like all of a sudden I'd been called up to, to the premiership or something. Yeah. You know, like, like, I, like I'd been playing in, like, you know, league, whatever, the, the, yeah. you know, some amateur league somewhere. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, I got called up to the big time and, and here I am. I'm like a star player as well. Yeah. You know, obviously, like Bruce Lee, he wrote the, the treatment and the idea. And then Jonathan and, and the whole team and... You know they riffed from there, mm-hmm. and, and I just feel like they've made beautiful music together. Yeah. You know, like it, yeah. like Bruce left us this 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 thing that we just all you know have taken and and mm. and, and ran with it. Mm. Um, what do you think Bruce Lee would have made of the show? I don't know. You know, I mean, I really don't know. I, I hope, I really hope that he would be very proud of it. Yeah. Um, um, but who who really knows? I feel that you know Shannon has is you know really shepherding his legacy mm-hmm. really well, and, and um, 
and and the fact that we are now after after all these years, you know, writing, so to speak, this wrong. Um, you know, I really hope that you know he's looking down upon us and 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 he's proud of what we're doing. Yeah. I certainly, while at, at on one hand feel a responsibility, mm. I also feel complete, total, you know, freedom and abandonment, like. Because, uh, as, you know, going back to what I said earlier, I really, you know, I, through Young June, I live the philosophy, philosophy of honestly expressing yourself. Yeah. And um, although I am not Young June in real life, I feel that as an, an actor, as an artist, I'm completely, I've given, I, give, I give the role everything I've got, yeah. you know, yeah, and, yeah. and I don't hold back. And, yeah. um, and, uh, it really has a soft spot in my heart. I, mm. I actually sometimes joke that that I'm the bad Bruce Lee yeah. <laughs> of the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? That hints at the dynamic between you and Andrew, yeah. our Sam. You need that balance for those two characters to sort of work together, don't right. you? I guess yeah, absolutely. Do you get on with Andrew? Obviously, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's yeah. like a brother to me. You yeah, know? like uh, we absolutely do get along great and. And we've we've had such a, a good time working with each other, you know. Great. Like from the moment we met, um, you know, you know, I want I definitely want to pat the the producers on the back because I feel like w- the both of us, it's been really good casting. Yeah, I mean, not just not just the dynamic between the different characters, but but like you know everything from like the way we look, yeah, um, the height difference, yeah. like we, we you know that it's it's a great partnership. Yeah. You know, obviously, we've we've just finished finished uh, shooting season two. That's and, right. And yeah, me and Andrew, we just had a we had a blast. Yeah, yeah. So 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 much fun. I mean, yeah, I, I can't stop talking about how much I love this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, season two, you've got. Uh, I know Mike Bisping's in an episode because I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, so yeah, that, Look yeah. forward to that. Um, can you say much about season two at this stage, or um, it's still? Kind of a, I mean, I that. I can talk about it. It's not, not not like I can't talk about it, but at the same time, I'm I probably wouldn't want to give anyway yeah, any spoilers yeah, because like th- there's so much good stuff ahead. Yeah. And even my wife and my my family, you know, when when they would visit me in Cape Town yeah. while we were shooting, um, you know, they would see certain scenes, but even they wouldn't want to know everything because yeah. they want to save yeah, it, you know. Course. And uh, all I can say is if you if you loved season one. Then I, I don't think you'll be disappointed with yeah. season two. Season one, we're introduced to the world, to the characters, and um, and in season two, because now we know everyone, they just crank up yeah. the, the conflict. Have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, <laughs> at that point, it's just like, okay, you know what's up, so mm. let's take it up a notch. Yeah. And um, everyone was sharper too, because not that no, not that not that everyone wasn't good in season one but just everyone as soon as we we got back for season two everyone hit the ground running yeah just yeah. everyone was just sharper crisper just knew where who they were where we were going to go with it yeah and um and really brought their a game which says a lot about the team that that they already that we already had a great first season but that everyone came back you know better and stronger yeah yeah um we've got the wealth of all this praise behind it yeah, as well exactly, you know and that's exactly. and that's good and that must take the pressure off in many ways because mm. I know when the show initially launched you're going to get those parallels to you know yeah. this is a Bruce Lee related mm-hmm. thing there's going to be certain expectations but now you've sort of created your own mould because yes it is a Bruce Lee thing but then there's yeah. 
so much more to it than that totally. as well, isn't there? The setting, everything's so cool. It's quite yeah. sexy, you know. It it's, is. It's a real. It's got a bit of everything. Hasn't it, it? it really does. It yeah. really does. It's. It's. I have to say, like you know, we um, obviously um, it's it's set in Chinatown yeah. in the eighteen seventies, and so we've recreated this Chinatown like in South Cape Town, Africa. and it's Smart. and it's amazing because, yeah. I mean, I've been to Universal Studios. I've yeah. been you know I've been on all the tours. But there's something really amazing about being on a, a working set. Yeah. And you know, you know, when I when I walk through the Chinatown back lot, I, I'm just I feel like a kid again. Yeah. I can't believe like how amazing it looks. Yeah. And especially when we film at night, um, the cobbled stones, the, the 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 lighting. I mean, it's it's magical. You, yeah. I really feel transported to yeah. another era. Do you have to pinch yourself. Sometimes. I do. I do. Like, I, I con- constantly. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. I, I have to. <laughs> Apart from Fast and the Furious Three, I've n- I've not really been in anything that has had a uh, um, as wide a reach. Yeah, and I I notice it. I've noticed it right away with yeah. Warrior. All of a sudden, I'm getting recognized a lot. And and um, it's not that I can't walk down the street or anything like that. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. that I, I'm you know I, every day someone will come up to me and tell me how much they love Warrior. Yeah. Um, and I noticed it. It was it was interesting because one day I was um, I woke up early one morning, went down to the coffee shop to grab a, my morning coffee, and um, someone recognized me. And it was like uh, I think Warrior had only just started airing. And this that, is in Hong this Kong. This was in Cape Town. Oh, this is in Cape, in Cape Town. Town. Oh, okay. And it and and people started recognizing me that day. And then like five different people recognized me that, that day. And then within that week. People are honking at me. I'm like, okay, so wow. people really watch, you know, yeah. really watch this. And so, I've, this is a whole new experience for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, exciting. It's it is very exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's very exciting because I, I now think, you know, you know, I'm I'm really excited to know what's next. Yeah. You know, and and like like an audience member, I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. I'm yeah, just, yeah. you know, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. And there's a big question around representation. Mm, there yeah. seems to have been a real shift in in Hollywood's mindset. At, yes. at least it takes a while for them to catch yes, on. Yes, yes. I, I I definitely feel a a difference now because mm. actually what happened was I was living in a, in a, in Los Angeles. I, I moved there specifically to become an actor and, and to study and, and and you know get into the business. Uh, and I spent ten years there, and it, that that ten year period culminated in the film Better Luck Tomorrow, the one I did with Justin. Yeah. Things have definitely changed since then. Mm. Um, and what I roles were you now, getting then? Oh, back then <laughs> it was there was so far and few between. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was basically playing Chinese waiters, yeah. Chinese busboy, yeah. Chinese delivery boy. Yeah. You know, like I mean, of course, I was also at the beginning of my career, but nevertheless, there just weren't as many roles, and also. People weren't as open to the idea of, of maybe someone not being of a certain ethnicity playing a role that was written a, a certain way. Yes. Um, whereas now, I mean, I mean, Warrior half the cast is is yeah. Asian, you know, yeah. and and um, and now we have other shows like you know, Fresh Off the Boat. And, well, yeah, you know, we're and Assassins other, as we're well. Assassin. We've got Shang Chi coming up in next coming. year, so. so it's a whole new world, yeah. and it's it's a really great time. I'm, I feel so fortunate that I, that. That that I stuck it out, yeah, <laughs> you yes. know what I mean, like, yeah, yeah. and that I've gone this to gone to this point. Um, so you know, I don't. I think I think it, this could not have happened any other time. This is yeah. this is the moment, you know. Yeah. And I noticed that um, 
yeah, in, in Hollywood, it's just it's just a different it's just a different era. Yes, and I think it's I also notice the difference within the actors too. I think uh, I, I see actors that, that 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 I can see that they go, oh, we belong here. Yeah, They're, as opposed to asking for permission to 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 be able to join the party. Do you still worry about stereotypes? Yes and no. I mean, I I I still worry about stereotypes in the sense that you know, I mean. Obviously, I, I don't want to be stereotyped, mm. um, and so I think that's that's a concern for any actor of any ethnicity yeah. because you know you might you don't no one wants to get pigeonholed into a certain yeah. thing. You know, I might end up playing Young Jun type characters the rest of my life or something, which I, I love right now. But maybe you know, a few yeah, years yeah, from yeah. now, I'll be like, ah, Ben, you yeah, know, I can't, <laughs> can't take this anymore. Um, so there's always that fear, but at the same time, I, I'm so grateful for where I'm at that um, you know you know. If, Two three years ago, I would have taken any job. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because obviously there's this you know this sort of controversy with uh, with the Bruce Lee character in yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and you know the truth is, I would have done that role. Yeah. <laughs> I would have I would have yeah. I would have fallen over myself yeah. to, to have played that role. Um, you know, on paper, Quentin Tarantino playing Bruce Lee along you know alongside Brad Pitt and DiCaprio, I would have done it. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I I understand the controversy about yes. it, but I, and no one's blaming yeah, Mike yeah, Rowe exactly, who plays exactly, Bruce Lee, exactly. who did a very good job. Yeah, I should exactly. Say. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He did the best he could with yeah. what he was given, and and um, and that's all you can. I mean, it's easy for me now to say because I'm I'm playing young Junior and Warrior. I have a great role, and, but uh, yeah, I definitely don't bl- I don't definitely don't blame him. No, and um, and to be honest, I I mean, it is what it is. I don't. People have asked me my opinion about it, and yeah. someone tweeted me recently about hey, what do I think about it. And I think my my opinion is, if you're a Bruce Lee fan, if you want to see something, uh, uh, if you want to see something Bruce Lee, then come watch our show. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, you know. But it's but what's good about Warriors? It isn't just a. It's not just riffing on the Bruce Lee right thing. Right. right. I mean, Bruce Lee's initial plan for Warrior obviously was it was sketched out, wasn't yeah, it? It right. didn't have the depth that no, the actual exactly. show has now gone into. Absolutely. And and this is the thing. Like, if we are going to be true to Bruce Lee's philosophy, yeah. right? Then. You know, Andrew or whoever played Assam just doing a Bruce Lee impression would be completely completely against Bruce's philosophy. Absolutely, Andrew is not playing Bruce Lee. No, Andrew is playing Assam. Yes, Assam is a character that Bruce would have played had he had the opportunity back then, and um, and so. I think initially, you know, people were thinking, "Oh, he's going to be Bruce Lee." Bruce said, "No, no, no, no. Andrew yeah. is, his, is is his own. He's his own artist." Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me try some of your kung fu. You do martial arts, don't That's you? That's right. So, yeah. yeah. So we were talking a little bit about this early before we we sure. left the other room. And so basically, I've been a lifelong Bruce Lee and martial arts fan, yeah. and um, I trained a lot, you know, growing up and into my twenties. And and the the thing about martial arts in my life is that there was a stage in my life where I thought, you know, I moved to LA to become an actor. There was a stage in my life where I thought maybe I could go down the martial arts route, but I was very aware and and specific about not pushing the martial arts side of things because I knew that I would then fall into the martial arts world and it would be very hard for me to do anything else. Once you're sort of labeled a martial arts actor, that's kind of what you become and it's hard to break out. And um, so I was very careful to, to, I wouldn't say position myself, but 
but sell myself as an actor yeah. first, you yeah. know, and because that's really my, where my strengths yeah, are. Yeah. I, I'm not a Bruce Lee. I'm not a Tony Jaa. You know, I'm not even. A, I'm not Andrew Koji. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so, um, so I, uh, I wanted to to play to my strengths. Always hoping in the back of my mind that one day I would be able to get to use my martial arts yeah, skills. Yeah. And um, and then, you know, it com- here comes Warrior. And, you know, yeah. young dude, I get to be comedic, I get to be dramatic, and I get to be a, mar- a badass martial yeah. artist as well. <laughs> like, and, and finally, I've gotten to be able to show that side of my, yeah. of, of, of my personality. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. You live in Hong Kong. I then. do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you were born in Hong Kong. That's right. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But you do have a connection here to the, to the UK. That's right. Well, um... Uh, my dad's English, yeah. and he was actually—I mean, he's actually uh, Welsh as well. He was born in Wales. His mum's Welsh. Um, his dad is uh, Irish descent, but and English descent. And my dad grew up in in Essex and, and went to school in Romford. And, right. And then, so his father, my grandfather, was the mayor of Southend on Sea like twenty years ago. No way. And I went to boarding school in Colchester for a few years, uh, um, prep school, from right. the ages of, of nine to thirteen. Okay. So I did spend a bit of time here in the UK, and obviously my dad's English, but uh, but I grew up in Hong Kong yeah. for the most part. Yeah. This is something that I, I, you know that Andrew and I talked about. It's like. You know, we were sitting there in Cape Town filming, and, and at one point, you know, we looked at each other and we were like, man, isn't it amazing that the two of us, you know, British, Asian actors, yeah. are leading an American TV show that Bruce Lee, based on a Bruce Lee concept, yeah. that's just unheard of. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's, it's literally amazing. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I've ha- I had a long connection with the UK, and, and it's nice to kind of be back and yeah. And uh, it does feel like it's uh, home in a way, yeah, or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, well, you'll it, always have a connection. Yeah, there, I, I always have a connection. It's it's interesting because, like, you know, if you remember in episode five of of season one of Warrior, you know, Young June says, uh, um, you know, I'm a Chinaman who's never been to China. Um, I was born in San Francisco, but I'm no, I'm sure no American. I don't yeah. belong anywhere. I'm just another onion taking up yeah. space, and and actually, in many ways, I can relate to that yeah. so well because, um, you know, in Hong Kong, you know, I feel sometimes I'm not Chinese enough. Yeah. In the UK, sometimes I feel like I'm not English enough or yeah. British enough. And in America, sometimes I feel like I'm not American enough. And I feel that, you know, even Bruce has expressed that sort of same sentiment before when he talked about, you know, in, in Hong Kong, he'd be criticized for being too American. That's right. Or in America, he, he would feel like he would have to be 
overly Chinese, yeah. you know. And so I really kind of relate to that. And I feel like, you know, they've really um, infused Yongjin with that feeling. So yeah. it's something that I can really relate to. And so on one hand, I do feel very British. And sometimes someone says, you're not British. You yeah. sound Australian. You're American or whatever. <laughs> you're Chinese. Then I go back to Hong Kong and they're like, you're not Chinese. And then someone else says, no, you are Chinese. But I think that's one of the things, uh, one of the reasons why I love being an actor, because mm. you can be anything you want. Well, what was the turning point for you where you thought, no, this is, uh, acting's the thing, that's, that's what I'm passionate well, about, I'm going to really pursue You know, this. actually, you know, that's a really good question because, you know, I've, I fell in love with acting right here in the UK. Right. Um, so uh, I was nine years old. My dad sent me to, to boarding school in yeah. England and I was extremely homesick. Yeah. I, mean, I was like this little Chinese, I was this little Chinese boy that all of a sudden, you know, I'm in an all, you know, white English boarding school. Yeah, I, was the, I was the only Chinese kid in the school and I was extremely homesick. I'd come from Asia where like I literally wore flip-flops every day yeah. and then all of a sudden in England I'm like freezing my balls off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, that first week, uh, I had drama class, and I, I'd never even been to a drama class. Yeah. I had no idea, you know, and um, and that's one thing I've always really appreciated about my education in the UK is that in the UK, you know, people have a really deep appreciation uh, and respect for theatre, for acting, mm. and the arts. Yeah. And I knew I wanted to be an actor uh, almost immediately. Yeah. Um, and I think one time I was when, when I was in boarding school, a traveling. Uh, group of actors I think they might have been from like the the Royal Shakespeare Company but like the youth theatre yeah. I think they were travelling I think that, that's who they were they came they came to our school to put on to, to put on a play and I was so mesmerised and flabbergasted at how amazing these kids were and how confident yeah. and just free they were on stage and I was totally taken aback because I was like this is that's what I want to be mm. I want to be like that mm. but the thing was at that point and even for the rest of my, my schooling up until I was 18 I, I didn't yet fully understand that you could be an actor yeah yeah. you know I at that point I just you know it was you know I was applying to law school I was applying you know for, you know you know, all my, yeah, all the professions yeah. all my friends were going to become you know, engineers yeah. going to, you know doing all the familiar um, you know, pr- uh, you, know uni- you know university degrees and um, I didn't, it didn't dawn on me that actors could like, go and learn to be an actor and, and you could become a professional. And then one day, my dad um, showed me an ad in a, in a little sort of, uh, it was called the Penny Saver, advertising a, an acting class. Mm. So he had, he had recognized that I wanted to do it. And um, so I went to the acting class in Hong Kong. It was taught by this, this guy, actually. His name was uh, Louis Roth. And he's, he's passed away many, many, many years ago. He was teaching an acting class. I went there one day. And uh, I was 18, I think. And there was an actress in the class who had just come from New York. And she was telling me about acting classes in New York. Mm. And at the time, I had just applied to go to university in, in the UK. And, uh, and I started talking to her. And she was telling me about these acting classes that you could just pay and go to. And I was yeah. like, what do you mean? You, you don't even you don't even have to be accepted because you know I was I was applying to university yeah, so you know yeah, you yeah, had yeah. to go through that whole like yeah, of you know that whole hurdle and uh, and I'm like really I could just shop in New York or LA and just walk into a class and someone would teach me I, I was so I couldn't believe it yeah so literally within two months I had packed a bag and I moved to LA 
I was 18 years old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Didn't know anyone. Didn't know anyone. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's one of those things where like, you know, sometimes it's better not to know. Because otherwise you you, you scare yourself. And you're fearless to that age as well. Exactly. It's the butterfly style. It's like a martial art. If Mm. you want to be, if you want to earn your black belt and jiu-jitsu or, or whatever or achieve a certain level in any martial art it takes a concerted effort and 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 acting is no different mm. it's absolutely the same it's you know you it takes uh it, it takes training it takes mm. learning it takes uh, um you may have an instinct for it fantastic mm. but you can always learn and improve um and then at a certain point there comes a stage where you kind of have to leave your training behind and then you just have to do as much of it as you can yeah. you know like you can hit the pads as much as you want but then you do need to spar you mm. do need to get in if you want to be a fighter let's say you, you yeah. do need to get in the ring and you need to like test your skills yeah. you know yeah. and then once you're out there you learn so much mm. from watching other people yeah i'm constantly learning so much from all the actors that i work with yeah um you know on warrior we have a superb team of amazing actors. cast amazing yeah. cast and yet everyone is different yeah. everyone is so uniquely themselves themselves and all of them living the Bruce Lee philosophy yeah. of honesty express you know Kieran is a fantastic actor yeah. you know Hoon's a fantastic actor you know Olivia Diane yeah. you know yeah. Andrew and and seeing how they all work differently yeah. and how you know, you know man Tom I mean I, the yeah. whole cast yeah. you know just fantastic and you just see how they work and you go and then I, what I do is I go, oh, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to learn from him. You must have seen out in Hollywood, though, that it is a ruthless and tough industry. It's totally. And you've got to have, you know, a real thick skin, hey, to, 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 to deal with that. It's a, really, it's a real interesting, like, um, you know, on one hand, as an actor, you need to have a sensitivity, right? Mm. You need to, you know, have a certain amount of empathy and for people and for and for your characters and so you need to sort of you know I feel, I feel you need to have a certain amount of um, vulnerability yeah. to, to bring to the role and yet at the same time the business side of things you have to develop a thick skin mm. so there's this real sort of schizophrenic idea to, to, to being an actor and um, and actually it's one of the reasons why I left LA in the end because yeah. I just thought you know what I've, I've been doing this for so long and it just kind of took a toll on me because yeah. you go through so many auditions and imagine if you were had to go on a job interview every day. Yeah. You know, and, and 99% of the time you're going to... You're, you're like, not no, getting the job. You're not getting the job. <laughs> yeah. And then you start to question yourself. Yeah. And, the, and the truth is, you know, I've, it's taken me a long time to learn this, but in, in, the, in, in this business, you could be fantastic and not get the role. Yeah, yeah. You know, Robert De Niro is not... As much as I love Robert De Niro, he's probably not going to get all the roles even yeah. though he's an Oscar award winning yeah, yeah. unbelievable actor you know Daniel Day-Lewis is the same thing yeah. so um, you know you could be great in the role and just and not get it for, for all sorts of reasons and a lot of the time they've probably got right. an idea of who they want anyway exactly so, so, there's, so there's this game that you have to play with yeah. yourself which is to not let yourself question you, you want to question yourself in the, in the sense that you want to improve your work and, and you're but at the same time you don't want to overly you don't want to question yourself so much that you start to look for 
things that aren't there. Yeah. You know, you might have been fantastic today. You just didn't get the role for whatever reason. Yeah. But if you start to go, well, it must be my fault, then then it's it's yeah. a real yeah. It, it, it's a it's a mind. And, <laughs> and that's the other thing. Like f- f- in yeah. your case, you auditioned for our Sam. Yeah. You still landed the role in the yeah. in, in the in the show, but Abs- that wasn't the role that you auditioned for. So it's, you know, exactly. it's interesting. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really interesting how the work. I mean, I, this is one thing I will say to to actors too. It's like. You know, when you go into audition for a role, you're not auditioning for that role. Yeah. You've been given the opportunity to act, enjoy it for that moment and yeah. for that reason alone. And 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 then that person, that casting director, that director knows you now. And yeah. you, you never know. You could be called up for a role ten years later. Yeah. yeah. And you know, with me and Justin, this is my I've worked with him on five different projects. And years have gone by, a few of those. Yeah. And, uh, and then all of a sudden he'll call me up and now I'm a warrior or, yeah. you know, or, or on something else. And so, you know, never think that that audition is for this role. It's, yeah. it's for, it's, the acting game is, it's about longevity. You yeah. know? And so you need to, um, and, and to be honest, I'm talking to myself right now. Yeah. This, this is the, the, these are the things that I've learned and yeah. I've had to tell myself, like, oh, of course, you know, you only know this later on. Yeah. Because what I, what in, my, in the earlier days, I would, you know, I'd come out from an audition and if I didn't do a good job or if I came close to a job and, and, I, and I didn't get it, I would really take it personally. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you can't, you know. I've always done things on my own. <laughs> good. Then let's see what you can do. Were you in Beverly Hills Ninja? I was. That, yeah. was, that was literally that was one of the very early. That films. was literally my first uh, film. Wow. Yeah. 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 I. Uh, Chris uh, Farley and Chris Farley, Robert Shue. Robert. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Robert yeah. Shue and uh, yeah. It was my, Let's go back. I, what, that was. Got, it, went back. it was interesting because like I remember when I when I booked it, I was like I had this 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 wave of calmness, you know, that just um, swept over me. I was like, yeah. A job, you know, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah, one line, yeah. And uh, I remember, um, I forget the director's name now, but um, he was an actor himself, he was in uh, Hill Street Blues, I remember. Mm. but he was a director, he, he was directing um, Beverly Hills Ninja. And I remember, um, you know, I came on set and uh, and I and I shot my my scene, it was just one line, and then the assistant director. Uh, comes up to me and says, Okay, you're wrapped, and then he says to me, Oh, but let me check, I think he might be wrapped completely for the for the for the film right like you're done because it was just one line yeah, yeah. and i was like oh shit you know like i kind of want to spend more time on yeah, set yeah, of you course. know so but he the the ad said uh, let me just check with the director so I, I see him walk off to the director and in that moment i thought okay i better follow him so i followed the ad and as the ad went up to the director say uh i forget his name now but so and so um is, is jason done for the movie is he wrapped out and then behind the 80s back, I shook my head and looked at the director. <laughs> and the director looked at me and goes, nah, he could use he a few more days. Oh, you know? And he just, he just kept me on and, and, and he let me uh, stay on for a few more days and yeah. just kind of be around and, and, and one, get paid yeah. and also just be, be on set and, yeah, and, exactly. and, and you know, take it all in. But uh, yeah, Beverly, Beverly Hills Ninja. Beverly Hills and you know what's funny is that Justin Lin is a huge Chris Farley fan. Oh, wow. So yeah, and uh, oh, I still ch- cherish my photo with, with Chris Farley because he, yeah. he passed away. Yeah, but that quite, was, uh, yeah, and that was just making that transition into movies for him, wasn't That's it? That's right, and, um, yeah. Uh, I actually, yeah, it was, uh, I think it was maybe like a month or two after uh, Beverly, Beverly Hills Ninja, I actually ran into Chris Farley uh, on Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica right. in, in LA. And... And I was like, oh, hi, Chris. 
and uh, he remembered me, which I was surprised about. But he was with a friend, of, with an acquaintance of mine, and and I was like, oh, you guys know each other, and and anyway, didn't think anything of it. And then uh, months later, I think he or was I can't remember when he passed away. But when he passed away, I ran into that friend, that acquaintance, and I asked him, so oh, you know, you knew Chris, and and he told me he was actually. He did know Chris, but he was being paid to hang out with Chris yeah. and to keep him sober. Really? Yeah. To keep him away from, like, you know, because Chris just was a wild man, you know? Yeah. So it was really sad, but... Uh, wow. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You worked with Jackie Chan. I did. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's right. Well, I... Uh, Robin, Robin B. Hood. Rob Robin, B. Hood. Rob B. Hood. Rob B. Hood. <laughs> Hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a mouthful. Yeah, it's a bit, like of, bit, yeah. Of, bit of a mouthful. Um, yeah, I, actually, I did. So, what, um, so when I, after L.A., um, I moved back to Hong Kong, mm. and, um, and uh, I, I met, a, I met a, fr- a, a guy who's now turned out to be one of my closest friends, and, and that's Dan Wu. Yeah, Dan Wu. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he had been following my career in in LA uh, in, in Hollywood, you know, because he was he's American and yeah. he he really followed Asian American cinema, mm-hmm. so he knew my films, and I knew of his films, you mm-hmm. know, because I you know followed him in Hong Kong. Yeah, so yeah. and then we met through a mutual friend, and we've be, we've been friends ever since. And he's been a very very good friend of mine. And so when I got back to Hong Kong, he introduced me to the Jackie Chan group at the time, which was where he was at as an yeah, actor too. Yeah. And so I signed with the Jackie Chan group, and then as a result, I worked on a couple of Jackie Chan yeah. projects. Personally, I mean, it, Robbie Hood was not the best experience for me because okay. um, my Cantonese is is decent, but English is my first language, yeah. and I, my Cantonese is way better now. But at the time, um, it wasn't, you know, it was good enough, but it, but not it so fluent. It wasn't one hundred one hundred percent fluent. And particularly when it came to dialogue in a, in a film script. Yeah. And so they sent me the script uh, ahead of time. And um, I flew back. from. I was in L.A. at the time. I flew back to Hong Kong. And I, I, learned, I, you know, I just crammed those lines. And I made sure I knew every single word. I practiced, yeah. practiced, yep. practiced. But once I got on set, <laughs> Jackie just kept changing the script, changing oh, the script, changing okay. the lines. And just completely threw me off. And hey, look, you know... That not, I'm not criticizing him because yeah. obviously you know that's his film, he, and he's going to work the scene the best way he can to to, to make it work for himself. Yeah. You know, I obviously was not the right actor for the job at that time because really you needed someone who was completely 100% fluent, yeah. who could just you know riff and change. But because I was not fluent, I had to stick to the script. So yeah. I actually really really struggled. Yeah. So it wasn't the it wasn't the best experience for me. But that being said, you know, I did get to work with a, a legend. I Absolutely. Mean, and Jackie Chan is Jackie Chan, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know. And what's he like in those situations on set when he's moved? Does he expect people, I guess, if he's changing things on the fly, you just yes. got to roll with it and Absolutely. that's the way it goes? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I, like, I would be so much better arms now today yeah. than then, you know. Um, but yeah, he, you know, it's, there's a real... There's a real free f- flow improvisational vibe. They, they kind of obviously they have a script. They get there, but you know, Jackie, he's 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 working off the you know the top of his brain. You know, yeah. He's just kind of like changing things, doing this. You know, like um, it's really amazing to watch because yeah. he works so quickly. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the, just the years of experience and time he's put in. So he's you know he comes in. He's 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 just one hundred percent all work. Get in there get out like he's just um 
it's impressive yeah really yeah. impressive yeah. Yeah. yeah and I mean that's the thing on any film set now you've got to remember he's been making movies since what he was like six years old or yeah, something I so mean, you know the, he's been on film the, sets the guy's an un, I mean the guy's the guy's a legend 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 yeah. I mean yeah. and deservedly so for, for, for all those reasons I yeah mean. You've worked with Van Damme as well? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, uh, I, I did work with... Well, it's funny because actually I, I've met uh, Van Damme a few times over yeah. the course of my career. And um, and uh, I, I did work on a film called Pound of Flesh a few years ago. and um, That was made in Hong Kong? It was made so. in China. Oh, yeah, yeah, in China. yeah, just over the border. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because like... You know, I, I really—I mean, I, I grew up on, like, like Jackie, like Bruce, like Van Damme. Like, I, mean, I was huge, massive fans Absolutely. of there. So, to cross paths, the yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so, to work with JCVD was really was was really cool. It's like you know, like just you know, of course. Yeah. And um, and I couldn't help myself because, like, when I met him, I said, I, I, and I told him this genuinely from the bottom of my heart. I really believe that Jean Claude should have at least been nominated for an Oscar for JCVD yeah. Yeah. he was fantastic he was in it. so good he yeah. was so good in it really good and uh, I told him that I don't know if he uh, he's a kid I don't know I don't know what he thought but but I, I hope he took it the right way because I really genuinely mean it he was yeah. superb in that in that film and and uh, it's kind of snuck under the radar didn't it, it as did, well really I don't think it's quite got the uh, acclaim that uh, that it deserved that it's film. a great film and, and it showed him really taking a chance as well yes, you know yes. Van Damme someone who could quite easily do the Seagal thing and just do the same totally. thing over and over again totally how did he take that then <laughs> you know what it was so quick I took a, snapped a photo with him I think yeah. he said something like yeah what, oh, you know thank you or something but, sure. but you know I, I, didn't, I didn't have an extended yeah, scene with him yeah. I didn't have a lot of time with him but uh, but I, I I definitely felt I was like man you you deserved it man yeah. you did because I th- that was kind of around the time that um, was it Mick, I think Mickey Rourke was nominated for the wrestler yeah that's right and and I I will go out on a limb here and I will say I think Van Damme was better than JCVD yeah. you know and, <laughs> yeah. and if and if Mickey Rourke was nominated then I think Van Damme should have been absolutely you know what I mean because he, he was he was really great in that. What do you people think you're doing? <laughs> no point in your pretending. We promise you to set you free if you just hand over the money. There isn't any money. <laughs> well, take your clothes off. Are you still into action movies, martial arts films? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I love all different genres of films. I'm, I'm my tastes are very eclectic in yeah. that regard. But yeah, I mean, I, I love martial arts films. Yeah. I love action films, and uh, um, you know, and I, I particularly like watching great martial artists and, and athletes move. You mm. know, so to so to see, you know, like for example, I mean, I'm a warrior leader. Like, you know, obviously, Andrew's a great martial artist and moves great. And but I also love watching like Joe Taslim. Joe Taslim, like the best. Oh man, he yeah. his. I just love watching him. Yeah. He is just so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's the real deal as well, isn't he? Deal. So exactly. That's the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And he's doing it in the new Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat film Kombat. as well. So Ex- very exactly. excited about yeah, that. Yeah, very excited about that. Based obviously on the feedback of Warrior, your excellent performance Thank in you. this show. How have you noticed it personally with maybe the types of scripts that mm. you're now being given? I have definitely noticed a, 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 a change because obviously, like now, I'm, I'm much. The show has given me a much higher profile, yeah. and um, so I'm I'm now in talks with people that, and, and and in rooms that I just 
wouldn't have had access to yeah. in the past. Yeah. Um, you know, um, so I've I've definitely noticed a, a, a change, mm. and you know, which is really amazing because you know I've literally you know my career's been so there have been so many ups and downs, yeah. and so to be here, um, I feel very grateful, and I definitely have noticed a difference, and it's going to be very interesting to see you know which of these projects you know happens next or comes through next because. Yeah. Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? But some exciting but, but, stuff. Yeah, on exactly. The, on the and, and I'm very excited to see what the ne- next chapter is. I'm actually, I, unfortunately, I can't really talk about it at this moment. But I'm actually in the UK for another job. Yeah. Okay. But I've signed an NDA agreement, so I can't really talk about it until until it comes out. Um, which you're be, filming here, or this filming? Is, you're filming. I've, okay. I've actually wrapped filming. I was okay. filming up until a few days ago, so I'm actually done now, and um, and uh, so that'll be out next year. And you'll see it when it's when, once they start advertising it, you'll you'll see it. But yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of other projects in the pipeline, and um, we'll see. We'll see. You know, um, that's exciting. yeah, it's super exciting. Yeah. And actually, I have a, a film coming out on um, Netflix. Uh, I think sometime towards the end of this year, okay. and it's called Sonora. It's a Mexican film that yep. was written by an American screenwriter uh, by the name of John Sales, a very famous director and filmmaker writer. Um, and it's set in the 1930s, and I play this uh, Chinese immigrant who's living in Mexico who has a, a child with a Mexican woman, and this is completely illegal at the time because yeah. Chinese were being expelled. There was a fascism was on the rise in Mexico at the time, uh, and at the same time, America had like closed its border to immigrants um, from the south, and so it's a very tumultuous t- t- tumultuous time. And I play a, a guy who's trying to um, save his family and try mm. by crossing the Sonoran Desert to to get to a better life. Yeah, and it's really fascinating because, like you know, with Warrior, I play a young Jun, this bigger than life character who's who's you know at once murderous and yet at the same time he's you know uh, you know a, a loyal friend, um, uh, you know a gangster in this world uh, in 1870s San Francisco. But then in Sonora, I play like just this humble, yeah. you know, sort of diminutive man who's just trying to do the right thing for his family. Yeah. Just always at every step of the way, trying to like do the right thing for his family. And for me, he's kind of like the Jean Valjean character. Yeah. Like just oh, but at, but every time he does anything, like something happens to him. You yeah. know, like it, that that expression, um, no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah. Really, sort of. Yeah. Uh, seems to capture his life and so it's really I feel like I'm in a very uh, amazing place as an actor to be able to, to do such diverse and different roles um, is, re- is really great anyway that film's coming out um, I think around Christmas or New Year time great and, great. Uh, and, and, and the film that I shot last week here um, that's a slightly bigger film yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, a big, it's more of a Hollywood film and that, that'll be out next year and, you know, we'll see the story there to Sanara that sounds mm. Again, another sort of immigrant story. Yes. And Warrior as well is, mm. is an immigrant story. Mm-hmm. Is there a connection there where we are like in the world? There does seem to be quite prescient a lot yeah, of these stories. You know, uh, yes, you're absolutely right. I mean, I mean the world, you, you know, it's interesting about the, the immigrant story, right? And like, you know, in Sonora, I play a, a Chinese immigrant in Mexico. Mm. Um, and in 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 Warrior, although I'm, I was born in America, you know, it's set in a time right before the Chinese Exclusion Act, yeah. when when Chinese had no rights whatsoever there. And um, and, and I, 
it's often occurred to me that is there a more American story than that of the immigrant? Mm. I mean, whether you have a passport or don't have a passport, the 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 story of someone trying to better their lives by by putting themselves in great danger yeah. to get to a better. I mean, isn't that truly an an American story? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that the story of of all human beings, yeah. like th- throughout millennia? Like, um, well, that strikes at the heart of the American dream, doesn't exactly. it? That rags to right. riches sort Absolutely. of tale. And um, I've often, you know, I don't want to get too political, but you know, I've often it's it's really amazing how you'll see immigrants get into a place and then and then slam the door on the mm. people behind them, and uh, so there must be this this is human nature. I mean, it's just. I guess human nature playing out, but you know, in this in these sort of very heated political times, whether you're in Hong Kong, you know, UK or or or, or the US, I've now I'm now of the philosophy that I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'd rather deal with it in my art, yeah, and and because I'm not articulate enough or smart enough to 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 argue or to talk about these things. But I feel that my strength is. In my ability as a, as a performer, as an actor, so that's where I'll do my talking. Warrior comes out on Blu-ray tomorrow. Actually, does it? Yeah, it awesome. does. And we've got Warrior season two and season three as well. Is, can you, yes. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we've shot season two, and there is now talk about season three. So, can't say too much because to yeah. be honest, I don't know too much about sure, it yet. Sure, sure, but, but yeah, no, season three is. You know, it's it's in the works. It's in the works. Yeah. And with Young June's character, I mean, we can see this. Uh... Yeah. Well, I, I don't. I don't want to give away too much. Obviously, yeah. any spoilers. But season two really cranks up the yeah. heat. And um, and all I can say is, you know, we have some amazing, amazing scenes, amazing performances from from the cast, and um, great writing, um, beautiful cinematography as always. Yeah. Yeah. And. And and I, I you know season two is, I think has a very very satisfying I won't say conclusion but an ending you know I think you'd be very satisfied with it but the writers are so good they've also left just so many questions for season three yeah you know they've they've really they answer a lot of questions but then they set up season season three in such a, a fantastic way that I, I'm I'm super excited I can't I can't wait you know amazing amazing. Yeah. Well, we look forward to that. Thank you. Me too. (laughs) Thank you so much for for spending a bit of time with us. Thank you very much. Jason Tobin there. What a nice, sweet guy. Really enjoyed chatting to Jason and hanging out. We hung out a little bit afterwards too, which was nice. I do really enjoy recording these episodes face to face obviously it's not always practical and you know a lot of this podcast is usually recorded through skype conversations obviously depending on where everyone is located in the world but um, nothing actually beats chatting to people face to face anyway a huge thank you to jason tobin thank you for reaching out and sitting down and chatting to me for this episode of the show Jason plays Young June in the TV show Warrior which is an awesome show and you can now purchase the first season of Warrior on Blu-ray in the USA courtesy of HBO log on to wherever you buy your Blu-rays 
to pick up your copy today. You can also keep up to date with all the latest Jason Tobin news by following him on Instagram and Twitter. On both of those platforms, he is under the name at JSNTBN. Okay, that is about it for today. Do remember to send us your thoughts on your favourite martial arts films of the year so far. And if you are unsure of any of the films that were released this year, you can head over to kungfumovieguide.com. I do try and keep the website as up-to-date as possible with all the new releases from around the world. Email hello at kungfumovieguide.com with your thoughts. All that remains for me to say is a big thank you to you, the loyal Foo follower, for listening to this episode of the show and making it all the way to the very end. Thank you so much. A huge thank you also to Jason Tobin. And I will be back again in two weeks' time with another episode of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. Until then, do take care and I will speak to you all again very soon. Bye for now. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.